Mac, you are listening to And the Beat Goes On, Dating After Divorce. This is Jackie Trammell, and I'm here with my ever-beautiful co-host, Dion McDonald. I don't know why I'm laughing already. I just feel like this is going to be a super fun episode. Hi, everyone. Well, you're laughing because we have guests, I and know, they're making faces at me. Well, one of them well, is making faces at me. They're just really fun, and we've. I have to say, we have been like... Just, you know, chatting, getting to know each other, and it's been such a fun conversation so far, so I think it's going to translate so nicely into our topic in hand. Absolutely. So um, before we dive into you, last time we talked, you were telling us about your breakup, and now you are (laughs) a couple weeks into singlehood. How's dating going? I'm about a month, just just actually exactly a month. Um, Yeah, so I'm back out there in the online dating world. Woo, woo! How's that going? I'm sorry. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I've had some some good dates. I've had some walking dates, some some outdoor uh, sitting down at fire pits. Kind some COVID of, dates. Some COVID Nod dates. Nod back to last right. episode. I've also had some weird interactions. I have to tell you, there have there. Give us the highlights. I, I don't want to say there's some weirdos out there, but there are some weirdos out there. I don't know. One guy, like, is I, anyone shocked that there are <laughs> no. weirdos out there? No. I, I well, I've had great. I think overall in my online dating, I've had pretty good experiences. But every now and then, so I reach out to this guy. He seems really cool. He seems nice, and I just like you know, I don't ask him a couple questions, and his response to me is literally this. Are you actually trying to get to know people or are you just here collecting fans like a ceiling? Oh. Wow. wow. <laughs> How many fans does he put in his ceiling? He has. I feel like there was a better way to use that line and that was not it. <laughs> I was like, well, it, it, he did follow it up with, you're pretty as hell. So I'm like, ah, okay. You know, I'll One-liners take. One liners suck, dude. Dude, I'm like, but it was just so aggressive and negative. I thought, well, and we talked about that uh, yeah, early on yes. when we talked about like episode two, where we talked about online dating profiles, right. and obviously that's not a profile, that's a message, but keep the negativity out of the beginning of a conversation with someone. Like that's not sexy. Well, There's honestly, nothing sexy about negativity. No. And honestly, at that point, no matter how nice his pictures were, no matter how much I thought he would be someone fun to hang out with, that turned me off so hard. And I just wrote back and I said, well, that was kind of aggressive. And then I said, you know, have you had negative experiences? Anyway, and then I just deleted him because I was like, fuck you. So like, you seriously. know what that means? You're not having a one night stand with him. <laughs> oh, well, but I could have had a one night stand with this other dude who, after chatting with me for a day or two, texted me at one in the morning and said, when can we hang? I want to snuggle your butt. Aww. No, no, wow. no, 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 no. Do not do that voice. This was no. no. But that sounds cute. No. Like a, oh my god. Like a like a panda no. bear. No. Stop. Block. Delete. <laughs> Which is what I did. Yeah. I well, no, because if you listen to our ghosting episode, yeah, I did. I wrote him because I'm kind, and I said, huh. It looks like you are looking for something different than what I'm looking for. Have a nice life. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. So I did. So anyway, yes, those are the two extremes. So I, I've had those. And well, welcome back to dating. Oh, fuck. We're glad to have you. <laughs> so okay, yes. Anyway, so that that's how I am, Jackie. Awesome. <laughs> that is how I am. So before we um. Dive in. Let me introduce our two guests. It's a rhyming day here. So this is, oh, it is. Girl You're Talk right. Day. So you guys, we have 
some wonderful Castillo de Feliciana Briante bubbles Cheers. here today. Cheers, Cheers everybody. Cheers. Um, courtesy of our guest, uh, first guest, our premier guest. Our, I will not premiere. Not Don't premier. take that wrong. Um, Kara. What we're, Kara. Just say Kara. So we have Sarah and Kara with us today. Cheers. Um, like the Bobsy twins. That's right. Except for one. <laughs> except for they look completely different. One with an H. They're both super hot, though. Just they are. FYI. I'm Kara with an H. No. <laughs> now you are. So, um, Kara and her family own the winery where I, where Dion and I both work. Where we met. Where we met, and they. That's where we are today. They are hosting us for this podcast episode. So thank you for that, and thank you for the wine. And thank you for being here. And wow. anyone who's in the uh, local Seattle area, please come on down to Castillo de Feliciana. Maybe you'll meet us. You'll definitely meet Kara. <laughs> oh, and for sure, before you do, especially if it's in the near future where we're still in COVID land time, go to the Castillo de Feliciana website and make a reservation oh. for your tasting. Don't just show up. Good plug. Good plug. Don't just show up. Because then Kara gets all kinds of upset. And, and wear a freaking mm-hmm. mask already. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah. Just saying. What they said. Mm-hmm. And then we are also joined by Sarah, who is a many years long friend of mine. Wow. Um, we went to... <laughs> Not that she's old. <laughs> well, no. I'm 27. Yeah. Yeah. I've known you for 30 of those years. It's so weird. <laughs> wow. to get close to the mic there, Oh, it's wow. Um, but Sarah and I... So we talked about this a little bit, but Sarah and I went to high school together, and then life happened and we didn't see each other for a number of years. And then a few years ago, we reconnected. And it's like we have just been glued at the hip, it feels like. Like no time that. passed except you guys right. are way better. We're kismet friends. You're like we are. Yeah, way cooler we are. now. So, so, and I don't know, like should we talk about relationship status. Kara's engaged, by the way. So she's, yes. so any of her experiences she talks about will be in the distant, far distant past. Her experiences Absolutely. that we talk about on this are... Our BF <laughs> before Frank. Frank. Oh, yeah. Frank. We've met Frank. We love right. Frank. And Sarah is um, currently single and ready to mingle. <laughs> I'm currently married to Keith Urban, but he just doesn't know it. But that's fine. <laughs> but he doesn't care if you step out a little. Right. Right. I mean, it's he's super fine. confident he's that way. He's pretty understanding. Yeah. Right. yeah. And yeah. he's got his own little side thing, like Nicole or something, whatever. She's too tall, but whatever. She's so tall. So So we've got kind of the the variety of experiences here. I mean, we've all we're all single ish. We've all been out there. We've all right and so those waters. So the topic then today is, in case any of you missed it or didn't participate in my survey. Uh Oh Oh my goodness, shaming. We're talking about one night stands today because um, (laughs) I think most of us who have been in the dating pool. Now, both, well, actually, Dion, Kara, or Sarah, and I have Uh-oh. all, this is going to get kind of <laughs> Sarah, Dion, and I have all been divorced. Kara has never actually been married yet, but she's been close a couple of times. Um, so she's like honorary divorcee. I saved, I saved those divorces. Uh oh. For you, yes. <laughs> she she could so much money. <laughs> she could have been like me. Decisions. <laughs> she could have been like me and twice divorced, but instead she was like, eh. twice engaged. Twice engaged. I'm gonna hold off on the divorces, and trust me, so much cheaper. So much cheaper. way I to like go. I think I planned it that way. <laughs> Beautifully done. Well done. Well done. So <clears throat> yeah. So let's what you just got. start with what? Let's just do a little roundtable of. Mm-hmm. Best 
best one night stand stories. Hold on, can I be sorry? I'm sorry. Before you go there, I need because you know me, I need to define what we're talking about with one night stands. Okay, because we all have probably a different uh, well, right. definition. So here's here is my definition, and actually it's funny because I looked it up, um, and Merriam-Webster Dictionary online has the same ideas I do, but I just wanted to make sure that we're all on the same page because you know that's important. Um, so according to the dictionary. A one-night stand is defined as, quote, a sexual encounter limited to a single occasion. So it doesn't segue into anything else. It's just like it is what it is for one time only. Is that what you were thinking? I That's how I've always defined a one-night okay. stand. Now, I did ask a question in the survey right. um, for those of you who took it. Oh, that- my gosh. <laughs> She's going to shame you forever. They're so much fun. Um, But but I did ask the question, have you had a one night stand uh, that evolved into something more? And the reason I asked that question was I think sometimes what in the moment might be a one night stand. Yeah. Later, like if there's, there are circumstances where it could progress. But then is that a one-night stand? Isn't that an 80s movie with Demi Moore Probably. and Rob Lowe? When I think that's called a one-night stand. Uh, no, it's one called, um, oh, about, no. About last, about last, last night. About last night, yes, yeah. yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Is that what that's about? Okay. Yeah. Also, Rob Lowe, I'm available. <laughs> Yes, he, uh-huh. he really, really yes, he does. does. It's uh-huh. amazing. I don't know if he's had lots and lots of Botox or work he's done. He's had lots of lots. He does. Oh, he does the Atkins diet, and so Stop. he's super healthy. He's on TV with it. Yeah, but he's also it. been married for years, which kind of ups his appeal in my mind. But right? it was about last night, a one night stand. Was that what that was about? Okay, now I have to go watch that movie. Mm. Yeah, we all should. So hold on. So then does. Does that evolve then? Like, is it even called a one-night stand at that point? So, but can you, if it was a one-night stand in your mind when it happened, does it become something else if if it changes in the future? Or is that night, like, the intention of that night? I think that's just called a hookup. So Don't I sound cool? You do. <laughs> you really, I know. You must have I, kids or something. That's, like, what all the kids are calling it. <laughs> you just hook up if it's not a one-night stand. So, hold on. What's the difference? You bring a valid point, though, because, like, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, well, how many more, like, because you did it once, but if you go back to it, what, six months, a year, right. two days, like, oh. it's no longer a, a one-night stand, right? It's That's like what a- I'm asking. So what constitutes a one-night stand? I feel like before we get into this discussion, we all need to agree upon what is a one-night stand. That's what I think. So what do y'all think? going to limit my... <laughs> is that is that a... <laughs> feel better okay so then let's limit it so Kara was trying to make a mental list oh crap how many have I had I think a one night stand is if you go into the intention of not having anything result after the morning but okay. what if what if you have a series of those events with one person then it's not a one night stand a one night stand is like one night. Okay, but what if oh, you have a one night hit it stand? And forget it. I don't know. Hit it and forget it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, hit it and forget it. Yeah. What if you have a one night stand with someone, mm-hmm. and then you have one of those like '80s rom com moments where you run into that person in the grocery store six months later, and then you start a relationship? Does that change the one night that you had six months ago? Is mm. there a time limit? Yes. 
Yes. I think yes. I okay. think that's a great what distinction. What is the time limit? Six Ten months. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think six months is good. I think maybe it's more intention. Like, I'm going to sleep with this person, and that's all it's going to be. And then a couple months later, like, oh, maybe I really like this person. Then it becomes something other than a one-night stand. But I think in the moment. So I actually read mm-hmm. an article. Um, it, was, it was called... Um, 10 Things No One Tells You About One Night Stands. It was written by someone named Emma McGowan in <laughs> bustle.com. Not hustler, not hustle, bustle. No, I also read some bustle stuff. That's hilarious. Go so on. one of the things, so she, so she wrote 10 different things that no one tells you. Right. But one of the things that she said is you might catch feelings and you might end up in a relationship. So if those two things are possible about a one-night stand, I just feel like we're at odds with Emma. You and Emma need to go, like, toe-to-toe here. Oh, I will kick her ass. I am small but scrappy, and I will take Emma down. I'm just saying. Oh, Emma. But for the purposes of this conversation, <laughs> let's just choose. we'll simplify. We'll say truly a single encounter. And it could be someone you knew yes. or someone you didn't. Well, that was my other question. Is it someone you just randomly met, or is it someone that you knew like a friend? I think it depends on, it's got to depend on your, your intention. Like if you're going into it with like, this is just for tonight and whatever, that's a one night stand. Doesn't matter who it is. Okay. Right. I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, like, Kara, have you had one night stands with people you knew? I don't think so. Okay. I think they've all been just randos. Strangers. <laughs> Go. Cheers. Cheers. Mazel tov. Oh my gosh, I love your honesty so freaking much. That okay, is I mean, awesome. Are they strangers after a couple drinks and two hours in a bar? <laughs> I mean, I thought I knew him pretty well. If, <laughs> so if I told them my life story, are they still strangers? I am very talky, so I mean, I probably and if I was in a bar by myself hooking up with a stranger, I probably said a lot more than I needed to. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because a majority, I, I read this in actually refinery29.com, um, oh. an article, do you? Uh-huh. An article about one night stands um, that we're talking about like where people meet their one night stands. And actually a majority of Americans who have them met them at a bar. <laughs> there you go. I mean, that's what you think of, right? Uh, well, okay. So I, I in the survey, mm-hmm. right, I asked... And of our responses, I asked, um, were drugs or alcohol involved <laughs> in a one-night stand? Was and it 100%? It had to have been. 99% said yes. 81% said yes, really? but a good 19% said no. They They're were lying. completely sober. <laughs> Come on. So you're just like, this is a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> completely sober. So are you just hanging out like what it's in your... It's not vodka, it's water. No. You're like, you're like in your knitting group or something. <laughs> you're, like, you're like watching, I don't know, like what is the most wholesome, like Sesame Street one night and you're like, oh, I think I'm just going to go sleep with that, some rando. That no. Oscar the Grouch gets me going. <laughs> I got to go find me some Oscar. I'm just no. saying, I feel like bars, I mean, that just makes sense to me. I, I also feel like not from experience, but like oh. if you're struggling with like an addiction and you're in a self-help group, I feel like they <laughs> might more be apt to do something. It's a like band-aid. A like it's, it's you mean a, the 19% is sober? Yes. Okay. Yeah, like oh, they're sober, fair. but they're going to their <laughs> they're clean AA and sober. meetings or 
They're yeah. going to so nar- wait, Narcotics Anonymous. So they're meetings. switching one addiction yes. for another. Yes. Okay. But it was or sober. Or it's a, it's a it, not even, it doesn't even necessarily have to be an addiction. It could be a, I'm feeling low. Normally I would go for a bottle, but now I'm going to go for a, a dick human instead. Yeah. Connection. Well, what you say if, dick, I say human connection. <laughs> I, say, I, yeah, I will split the difference. <laughs> say it's a little of Connection with a dick? <laughs> No? A little need, of both. I yes. need some of yes. that dick connection. <laughs> some deep I, dick I, Okay. 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 So, so, um, I guess, I mean, I applaud those those people. I was going to say women, but I applaud those people who are completely sober and are like, yes, I'm just going to have sex with some random person. I mean, wow. I That takes even more courage, I think. I think that takes balls. Cause you so don't, that's cool. Uh, Good for them. Because you don't have the liquid courage. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't, I, really. I try to imagine a scenario. So, so the one and only true. Okay, so here we go. One night stand that I have Let's had. Let's do it. I was out of town mm. um, and I was, I <gasps> prior to this moment, I think, I, I think know. you know some of the story. I know this one. I love this one. <laughs> it's so good. I, I was out of town by myself. I went to, it was summertime, so I went to a baseball game. All by myself. I was a little nervous about it. I had the best time at the baseball game. I got back to my hotel and I wasn't quite ready to go to bed. So I went to the hotel bar, ordered myself some dinner, and um dinner and a side of dick? I didn't order that. It was just, it just came with the meal. But I'm Carol Knight. I'll have a salad and anyway. So there's I I'm just sitting by myself, just reminiscing, or just like sort of reveling in this fantastic evening that I've had, and I'm I'm eating I'm eating my clams, <laughs> and um, wow. having just a, a really nice <laughs> glass of wine, having some dinner, just sit by myself, and there's this guy who's like literally doing little circles in this it's the lobby bar of this hotel and he's like doing circles and every time he walks by my table I can tell he's he's looking at me but he never says hello he never says anything and then he leaves and I'm like okay whatever so I pay my bill and I start to walk out and I see him sitting at this little table that's toward where you leave the bar to go to the elevator and he's like hi and I said hi and he goes I I saw you over there and and he introduced himself, and, and he's like, can I buy you a glass of wine? I'm like, I've had the best night. Absolutely. Why the hell not? Like, I'm just going to keep going with it. I had met such nice people at the baseball game, and I just kind of wanted to keep the evening going. So um, we had a glass of wine. We shared a lot of conversation. He told me his story of his divorce, and I say story because who knows, right? It, it could have been. Yeah. Well, especially given your experience. Yeah, my experience is divorcement. It might not have been 100% the truth, but he had this this beautiful European accent, and he talked about Kelly. his ex-wife. He's from Spain, and he's got these Ooh, children, and he's Spain. like, he's telling me this wonderful story, and we're just we're just talking, and, and I'm, you know, we're kind of just sharing life stories, right? And then we have, I think, two glasses of wine, and I was like, all right, well, it's been a nice evening talking to you. Thank you for the wine. And I get up to leave, and he's like, well can I, you know, walk you to the elevator? I'm like, sure. And then the next, (laughs) no, I, at this point I'm not thinking anything. And then the next thing I know we're in the Mm -hmm. elevator and he just like pushes me up against the back of the elevator and we start making out. And the next thing I know, 
It was like in the movie. I was just totally. Say, is this real or is this a movie? No, this was real. And here's how I know it was real. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because okay. it really happened. Because it where? sounds like a movie. So here's I've had know, dreams that I felt have been real, but they weren't. This, you wouldn't dream. Are you you wouldn't sure dream. It's so a there dream. were some parts that oh, were wait. really funny. Like the way he said things was really funny. Like, oh my god, I'm, this is a lot of detail. But at one point, really, he's like, "I hate your pants." <laughs> Because he was, I hate your pants. Because he couldn't undo the button. On Wait, hold on. Was that your span? Was that your Spanish accent? That was exactly what he sounded like. <laughs> and then, and then in hit the my pants. I, I know. I was like, did you say hit? Hit my pants. Hit. One more time. Hit. I hit your pants. Hit me, baby. One more. That time. sounds super German. It was. It wasn't. It was Spanish or German, Jackie. <laughs> he told me he was Spanish. Okay. Hit my pants one more time. But then, in the middle of the whole thing, I this so, is how I know it was real. In the middle of the whole thing. The whole thing. We're in the throes of it, and he's, like, this is my big memory of it. He gets so sweaty that, like, this bead of sweat rolls down his face. <laughs> down his nose. No. Stop. Off Stop. his nose. No. And onto my face. Oh! <laughs> I'm like, so that does not happen in the movies, and nobody dreams that. <laughs> so it's real. So it was real. So would you say that's in the regret camp or no? I, you know what? I laugh about it because it was so out of character for me. I was not, it. It was. Oh. <laughs> yes, it was. It was. Sorry. What? What do you think of Jackie? It was out of character. I'm a character <laughs> reference. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> by that <laughs> hits my pants one more time <laughs> no no that wasn't an insult that was i just i, I mean what wasn't was that, it wait no. <laughs> what was out of character to <laughs> having sex with a spanish man no. having sweat drip on you well, that was having a one night stand. You having a one night movie, <laughs> yeah, with the sweat. You just killed it. The sweat running off killed the movie. So gross. I'm out. So gross. <laughs> Need my money back. No, it was um, check please. It was out of character because I'm worst not, porn ever. I think I'm right. Terrible porn. Um, it, I'm I'm not a one night stand girl. I I really really that that is the one and only. And I but, I didn't mean that as an insult. I just meant like you enjoy sex. That's there's nothing wrong with that. That's I what enjoy I enjoy good sex. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I also feel like too like you're you're on a were you on a work trip? I I was on a work trip. Yeah. Right. So you're not getting like over the top intoxicated. You know, mm. you're just you were in you were having pleasurable moments and you just kind of slid, I was, slid into that one. I was so. having fun and or he just slid into that one. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think what it was game. is I had been really nervous about going to that baseball game by myself. And I felt really? so empowered that I went and I had such a great time and I came back and I felt yes. sort of this sense of, of, I mean, I don't know that empowerment is right, but I, guess, I am woman. Hear me. Roar. I just felt like, oh my yeah. God. Look what I Look can what do. I just did. I'm oh a my, badass. I'm yes. a badass. Yeah, I'm a badass. And, and then some guy that yes. was rightfully attractive. So. Rightfully totally. so. And then this attractive guy 
you know, it's like, can I buy you right. some drinks? So we have a great conversation. He's super nice. And then he does the thing that I love it's most. My pants. Which is, <laughs> I'm sorry, but not one of you will, will deny that when there's a guy and he pushes you up against a wall oh, and oh. kisses you well. Oh, yeah, no. Uh-uh. Forget about on. it. I mean, Game it was like it was like the perfect storm. I had no... I mean, I had Wait, no I, you're not explaining this away, though, right? You're, no, like, no, no, owning no. it. I'm owning it, but I'm saying it's it's out of character for me in that, that it took that combination of okay. me feeling this sort of swell of empowerment, right. having a few glasses of you're wine, and then meeting this person who was very... Charismatic totally. and charming and persuasive. Yes. And a really good kisser. Mm. And it just, that's what happened. And it's the, it's really the only time that something like that has happened. I only, I only have one small regret about it. And the sweat? Well, that, I can't regret that. That's his sweat. He has to regret <laughs> the sweat. No, I loved that. That was hilarious. I actually have one of my girlfriends who knows Christmas. this story and she listens to the podcast. So, hello. Um, she and I joke about it all the time because whenever I meet a guy and I'm telling her about him, she's like, does he hate your pants? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. We haven't gotten that far, but what was your regret? Um, while I was out of town, I was close to a town where someone I used to date, um, oh, lived okay. and he was coming to meet me and this was the single most jealous human I have ever met in my life. And it was like. This is where it goes back to rom-com moment because he got to the hotel and we had broken up. It was a long distance relationship. We had broken up. Okay. Um, but hadn't seen each other. So he came to meet me where I was so we could have kind of some closure and have like a conversation. So you were not dating him. We, I was not dating time. him. No, not okay. at all. Not at, not at all. But he is still very jealous. Even if I, I, he and I are still friends. And honestly, if I talked to him today, he wouldn't want to hear about anyone I've ever dated. So, I have one of those, he, by the way. So, Same. we were walking. He got to the hotel. Yeah. We just, we were going to go have dinner. And as we're walking out to go have dinner, guess who shows up? No. And he goes, oh, Jackie! Oh. And I'm like, oh, hi! And he took off. And, of course, the ex-boyfriend that I was there <gasps> with at that moment was like, well, who is that? And I'm like, like, oh, some dude I had a drink with. But you know what? And that's what I told him. You I didn't said, know him anything. I did, And I didn't explain it to him. But, no. And I did say, no, I did you? say, oh, you know, there's someone I met last night. We talked in the bar. <laughs> and But he was all over it. He's like, you just talked in the bar. I'm like, yes, yeah. in the bar no, we just shades talked. of Bridget Jones. Yeah. Kara has Fair a look enough. on her face that's like the how I feel. Like, he, he, you guys are broken up. Yes. You can do whatever you want. Yes. I don't know who broke up with who, and it's how many months later? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he has no leg to stand on. Like, even yeah. if you had told him straight up, yeah, I slept with him. Like, who cares? Well, but he was so jealous, and I think the distance was part of that. Like, when I first started working here, Kara, you met him, um, and he, he came out, or whenever I would work a shift at the winery, he would ask me all the time. <sighs> How many guys hit on you? I'm like, uh, who do seven you th- and a half? That reads control <laughs> issues all over it. Oh, I'm like, who do yes. you think goes wine tasting? Guys don't go wine okay, tasting okay. to hit on women with their husbands and wives, right? And right. So adult children. Thing. But I think right. this brings up a really good point. I feel like you told us this awesome story, and all of us are like, high five, cheers to that. And there's this sense that you're like, oh, it's out of character for me which is fine and maybe it is but 
I just want to say, I hope that there's no shame in it for you. I hope that you are owning your experience and that you're okay with it. I'm not ashamed of it. It's a little embarrassing to reveal it to... Well, sure. You know, the dozens of people or hundreds of people or whatever who listen to us, but... Thousands. Bazillions of people that listen to us. (laughs) But because... but, But you know what it is, and this was some of the research that I did when I was researching this topic, was there is a double standard mm. when it comes to one-night stands. Well, that's and where I was going with this. The yeah. double standard Which, is, and that's what Emma, men are Emma McGowan said, I'm gonna the kill narrative her. for ladies is that one-night stands are bad. Yes. Yep. Whereas the dominant narrative for dudes is that one-night stands are awesome. Yes. That is my point. That is why I was like, don't even go there. But, but it's it's But if that is, you know, I'm... 48 years old and that has been ingrained in me for years so even though on the one hand I'm like this was a fun night I owe nothing to anyone I got a little sweat in my face and (laughs) and it's an awesome story and he hated my pants and like it all of that is is what it is and I don't I'm not I'm not trying to excuse that behavior there is still a part of me as a woman raised the time that I was raised totally. and the culture I was raised in that has to overcome the feeling that I should apologize for that. Well, apologize to who? Society. My mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know if this helps at all, but I in this Refinery29 article, um, apparently they surveyed a 1,000 people and they found that 66% of the people that they surveyed have had a one-night stand. And here's the craziest part. They found that American men which is what we're talking about primarily, except for your Spanish man. But American yeah, but he men, was in America. Right. Have had an average of seven one-night stands. How many do you suppose American women have had? Less than one. Six! There's a what? There's a counterpart. Right. Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. What pisses me off, the double standard. Like, if these men are out there having right. their one-night stands... I, they might be having them with men, but there is generally a female counterpart. Right. So why do the why does the female need to feel guilty and the men can brag about it? Like mm-hmm. I think that's bullshit, and that's kind of and how that's I, exactly what I it agree says. with is you. That, yeah. Is that really in reality women are having them just as much as men are? Well, I think that there's something to be said for. I think we've come a long way, and I think it's wonderful that women own their sexuality and we've come a long way and we still have a ways to go but I do still believe that there's a double-edged sword and a double standard out there I don't think it's it's like a you know it's I may confess certain things to my to my certain girlfriends and my besties but if you were to say to a dude that you met and that you're dating hey I've had 17 one night stands you're not I don't know any woman who's going to confess that to her potential boyfriend or whatever but a guy is gonna say hey i that that's my that's my that's calling my, card that's my jam you think that he would say that to a woman and she would still stick around i feel like if some guy said that to me i'd be like mm, i gotta go like mm-hmm. well so here's what i'm wondering know. this idea just like this this thought just occurred to me while we we're talking about this double standard like where does it come from i wonder if it's because if you think about a true one night stand like we've been talking about where it's like a hit it and quit it, Sarah, or a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, or whatever rhyming thing you want to say. Um, if you truly encounter someone once and leave, if that that encounter results in a pregnancy, for example, wow. the burden is 100% on the woman. So maybe that's yeah. a part of where the 
double standard comes from. Because mm. a guy can walk away scot-free. He can literally hit it and quit it. I think it's different. And a woman think, is, has a different level of risk. I think the world that we live in today is still, for a lot of places in, in, places in life, it's still somewhat of a man's world. I mean... We still live in a patriarchal society. Absolutely. Like, as many strides Absolutely. as we've made and we're continuing to make, right. we still do. That right. is the truth. But it's, it is interesting, and I appreciate that you called me out on that because I do, while I own it, and it right. was a great night, and I look back on that evening with such fond memories, start to finish, right. like, right. from leaving the hotel to go to the baseball game to the sweat falling in my face. <laughs> I have nothing but fondness for that memory. Well, I'm so glad because you've told me this story before and I remember that piece of it. But then when you said, this is uncharacteristic of me, I thought, oh, that's an interesting, like you're putting that out there um, and you don't have to put that out there. It's okay. But I think it's like a byline. Like, oh, I did this, but it was one of those moments where I think we as women kind of get caught up in Yeah, that. exactly. That's what, that was why I called <laughs> yeah. it out. But I do think... Yeah. As you guys pointed out, there is a a potential sort of negative perception that could be formed of a woman if she's perceived to have a bunch of one-night stands. Oh, for sure. <coughs> but me. why isn't it that same way with men? I don't know. Why but, are we but saying it they're is, whores? And that's why, I feel, <laughs> that's why I feel like explaining. I, while this happened and I loved it, it really is – it really is not something that – I mean, it's the only time I've ever done it. I'm not saying – that if all those factors came into play again and I was feeling good about myself yeah. and all of that came together again, I'm not saying it would never happen again. I'm just saying that to this date is the only time that has right. happened. Well, I know well, for a fact that if you if you talk to men and women, this is a dating after divorce podcast, right? So if right. you talk to a, a, a fella after he's been divorced and he's divorced now, you say, go sow your oats and go crazy and you do you. Rarely do you hear that said to a woman like, hey girl, you've been married for 15 years. You just go sow your oats and sleep with a bunch of dudes. That is so true. You don't hear that. But nope. you hear that in a male, you know, because flip, because flip like she points out that it. it's, a, it's a flipped yeah. narrative. Right. Women are told they're bad. Men are right. told they're awesome. But in order for them to happen, as Kara pointed out, it takes two to right. tango. Absolutely. Right. But I do still think that like... If you talk to a, a guy who's just been divorced and he's in his mid-40s, anybody, his friends, his relatives are going to be like, you go sow some oats and you just go crazy for a while. Yeah. I don't think I've ever felt it guilty for any of the one-night stands that I've had. Nice. I think Good. That what have we done? I love that. I may have felt guilty like... I probably shouldn't have drank that much, but like I knew <laughs> that's just I more knew, the hangover, right? I knew, right. I was guilty about the hangover. It was, but I, I knew what I was doing, and yeah. I you own it. You own it. Sorry, mom. She didn't teach me the right Catholicism. No, 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 no. It's I love that, and and I think that's one of the things that I've literally like always admired about you is you and I have both been out in the dating world like pretty much the whole time we've known each other, like off and on, like one or the other of us has been in a relationship or off. And I've always loved the way you just like own what you do. And you're just like, yeah, this is what happened and that's cool. And I know at the end of the day, you've always wanted a long-term relationship. Like that's who you are. You're a loving person who has a lot to give and that's what you want. But in the meantime, you're having fun. And I love that about Absolutely. you. Well, I'm coming from this kind of same place that Jackie came from. Like was literally raised, the same high school. 
literally. <laughs> <laughs> the same parking lot. Um, I just came from a super conservative family. And when I got divorced, I was with my ex-husband for 20 years. And I thought it was like a rite of passage after you get divorced to go have a ONS. So you did. Trip. You did think that. Yes. And I had friends say, these are the rules after you get divorced. You need to have a one-night stand. You need to go to a bar. You need to do these... Kind of like checklist things. And I'm thinking, yeah, I'm all over it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I'm going to do it. And I, <laughs> I'm going to, uh-huh. yeah, bring it. And nice. then I literally, I, I mean, I have never had a one-night stand. And I tried Wait, wait, to, wait. You wanted to. You were open to it. Absolutely. You were given came, the green light. Absolutely. And I still have the green light, technically, because I'm still single. But I literally. There's still time. <laughs> What are you guys doing later? Let's, Let's go, go out. out. <laughs> you I, can't. It's COVID. Um, I, I literally was like, yeah, willing participant. It was great. He was a great guy. So cute. It was all great. And I just couldn't follow through. What How happened? far down the road did you get? You can't just, you've got to tell the story. Tell the story, girlfriend. Uh, I, well, it just, I mean, clothes were off and I chickened out. Oh. <gasps> You got all the way there. I got all the way there, and I chickened out, and I'm like, I can't do this. You got to go. And I I you freaked out. couldn't do it. Why? Because you didn't know him? Because I you just, were uncomfortable? I mean, I, at that point, <laughs> you're naked. <laughs> I, no, well, I literally, I just, I just couldn't do it. And I just, I don't know if it was the way I was Mentally, raised. If yeah. it was, I, don't, I wasn't in a ready space. I, I just was like, I, I'm out. I can't do this. You got to go. And I have to say... On the flip side, good for you for being able to set boundaries. Because I have to say, I've been in situations like that where I get to that point and I feel like, well, I've gotten this far and that would be rude to say it no. It would be rude, yeah. I know. Isn't that weird? I know. So the other the other side of that is I, I should, okay, fine. Well, so I, I love mean, you don't want to play I never with me because I'm going to win. But... <laughs> I mean, I Sarah's I gonna be the DD in that game, <laughs> right? I just couldn't. I just couldn't go. No, through with I it. love and that. I, I really wanted to like have that experience and have that kind of on my, you know, that notch in, yeah, in your of. bed I just, I mean, I just haven't been able to do it. Well, again, like Kara said, there's still time, but uh, yeah, but I mean, good for you. 2021, bring it. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to bring your uh, own toilet paper. <laughs> well, hey, Seriously. it's 2021. MS. Let's just MS. like, MS. no, guys, fingers crossed for a new year. Right. <laughs> so, Kara, um, would you feel comfortable telling us about one of your favorites? <laughs> well, I don't know if I actually have a favorite, <laughs> but I have one. She loves them all equally. <laughs> Like I, children, really. I guess the most recent one I had, actually, oh. you and I Whoa. were at a bar oh, together. Snap. <laughs> so, do you remember when we were we were at that this bar is to with Dion, the dogs? By the way. Yes, Dion. We were at the bar with the dogs. The dogs were sitting barking on ale? the stool. Or barking dog ale. Oh, it was like it was Halloween. Anyway, <gasps> Halloween. Uh, yes. Do you do? Do you remember? I don't know. Either way, mm-hmm. I think you were dating somebody at the time and. He was, yeah, and you were like, but you were trying to be, you know, take that into consideration. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm single. (laughs) And we had a couple drinks, and you, I think you left, and we hung out, and we were walking distance from from the bar, so we just 
Nice. Walked right on over. Walk, yeah, walked right on over. To, to your house? Were you at your house? My, yeah, my place. Oh. When I was single, so. Right, right, right. I'm just trying to remember. Like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And I do remember that. Okay, and then what happened after? I Nothing. feel like he was, he, he was just there. I don't, what did <laughs> I mean, he was a Klingon. <laughs> no. That's what happened a lot with Kara. They were just like, and so we have a relationship. But She's like, no. <laughs> She's like, no. No, it was, it was very, because once we started getting down to defining one night stands, I'm like, there was always a callback. There was always maybe like, let's try to hang a out call later. callback like it's a an back. audition. <laughs> like there was always, a, but a pure one night stand was with this uh, gentleman, for lack of a better word. Mm, probably not. And just, he, no numbers were left. No, I love it. Nothing was exchanged, but obviously, it was, but except it was, for <laughs> bodily, bodily fluids. fluids. <laughs> um, and it was a complete one night stand. And I was like, well, there's that. But you didn't want anything more from him, right? Absolutely not. Right. That's See, I think that's so like uh, That's Omen. so perfect. So here's the beautiful. Epic. So like, here's a question I have for you because in my story, um, I will, I can't say never, but it is highly unlikely that I will ever bump into this guy. Because I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked. He lives in Spain. A, we were 3,000 miles away <laughs> and he was there from another country. Right. So if I ever bumped into him again, It'd be fate. You'd have to marry him. Seriously. <laughs> I, I don't know if I can marry someone that's that sweaty. Like, yeah, I don't but know. he's from Spain. Spain's a lifetime, an amazing country. A lifetime of sweat I would live in, Spain. in the face. Like, oh, there'd have cares? to be. Is like, there like a shield? Waterboarding you. Yeah, that's torture. Ugh. <laughs> so, but, but, but because this happened in your neighborhood. Like, do you ever see this guy Ooh. again? No. And if you did, would it be weird? We probably would look at each other like, don't I know you? <laughs> Did I see you naked? Well, Dad? and this happened to me in my 20s where I was that girl who would get drunk at a bar and make out with somebody. So there were people that would come into where I worked. I worked at a very, um, I guess, not necessarily well-known, but there it was in the beauty industry and there'd be a lot of girls that come in and they'd be coming in like to pay for their, their girlfriend or their, I don't want to say their wife because I was like in my 20s. But um, like, oh, I I know you. Didn't I make out with you at oh shit. the club on second like two weeks ago? <laughs> so there was and he's like shh shh shh. And he's I don't like, know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was never really any awkward moments. Like he was, they were surprising their their girlfriend by paying. You know, there it was just like yeah, I know you. Yeah. I know you. How do I know you? Do you oh, did you shit. remember their names? <laughs> like, did you remember that guy's name? Like that you slept with that one night. Do you remember his name even? I mean, Probably you have to shortly say it. after, but now, but no. now, okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I. Although it's possible that you may have called me on it, Dion, and be like, "Do you remember his name?" And I'd be like, "No." <laughs> so uh, okay. All right, well, D. Uh, yeah, spill the tea, D. All right. I actually have probably only had one legit one night stand. I've had a few two nights, a few like maybe this could go somewhere, but. <clears throat> the only real true one night stand I had, I was actually same person. Like when I mo- first moved here, I dated someone off and on for about a year and it was kind of a shit show. It was pretty toxic. I mean, we're friends now and I love him to death, but he was going through a divorce and it was a mess. So we would break up. I think we broke up like four times in a year. So every time we break up, I'd go out and just like meet people. And one night, I think I just went out to a restaurant by myself. 
And there was this super cute bartender. And I can tell he was a little younger than me. I didn't know how old he was, but but he was British. He had a great British oh, accent. Accents kill oh, you every my time. gosh. Did he hit your pants? <laughs> <laughs> um, he did not speak German, no. <laughs> That's Spanish. <laughs> Whatever. He hit your pants. And he was so cute, and he just kind of kept coming over and like, whatever. And so nothing happened that night. And then I went home, and I told my roommate about it. And I was like, you've got to go out with me. We've we've got to go out, and like, I've got to see this guy again. So she and I met for a drink, and she never really went out. So this was a big deal for her to go out. So we went out, and he was there that night. And oh, my goodness. We just flirted the whole night. And then at the end of the night, it was so cute because when he gave me the receipt for my dinner, he had written his number on it. And I was like, oh my goodness. And so, of course, I texted him. And anyway, so we ended up going out. So here's, okay, so I will say, we went out, we had a great date. He was so interesting, he was so fun, he was super cute and sexy with that accent, oh my goodness. And I lived in England for a couple years, and I don't necessarily love the British accent, I mean, like some people do, but he was I just, do. I do. <laughs> Most people do. But he was Talk very, very well-spoken. Um, and we ended up going to this cute little cozy bar. I can't remember what the name of it is. It's in, it's in, it's near where we live, but, um, very small bar. Anyway, we had the best so makeup. the Hazelwood? Yes! Oh I my love God! that place. How did you know? Because it's a cozy bar. It's got this great upstairs oh area. It's super, like, That's where we intimate. were. And, oh my gosh. Speaking of intimate, Dee. It was so intimate. And we, it's very dark and it's very small. And there's all these great couches. And we had the best makeout session I've probably ever had in my entire life. Oh, my God. I know. It was amazing. And it was it was in the middle of the summer. So it was super warm. And it was just like the perfect makeout session. And I remember thinking, this is the perfect makeout session. And I can leave now and be happy. And I probably should have done that. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this is what I was talking about earlier where I wish I had been like you. Sarah, because I didn't really want, I, how do I put this? I didn't necessarily want to sleep with him. The makeout session was so great. I thought this is really fun and it could just be this and I'd be happy. And you maybe just wanted to keep going with the makeout I, session. I did. Or just be done with that and be like, that was a great night. But it was almost like then I felt obligated. Uh, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. and so he's like, so. Well, like you said, it would be rude not to at well, this point. Almost, right. And, and, and I'm not I'm not condoning that. I'm no, just saying I get it. That's how it felt to me. And so he's like, well, do you want to go to my place? I've got like 15 roommates or whatever. He said, I'm like, uh, no. So we went to my house and like my place is, was super tiny and it was like 95 degrees in my room. Anyway, it, it was super awkward. It did not end up being at all good. Um, it was, I don't know how to describe it. It was just awkward. And then afterwards he's like, okay, I'm going to go. I'm like, okay, bye. And then he left and I never saw him again. I never heard. Oh no, I saw him again because I went to that bar later on and he was just kind of like, hey, what's up? I don't regret it at all. I also wish that like you, Sarah, I had just been like, this was good and let's be done. I don't know. It just, it did not measure up. (laughs) Well, so here's some parts of it. One of the questions on the survey for this episode was if you've had a one night stand, how was the sex? And I believe I put 
meh. No, what was what? So I, your options were mind blowing, which I got zero. <laughs> Seriously, not one person said the sex was mind blowing. The next option was good enough, and forty three percent of oh, our participants okay. said it was good enough. Good enough. Um, twenty. 29% said, meh. That was me. Meh. No, but then there was another section. And then there was awful, which no one said awful. But there was a, like a... And then there was an other. And, and that's because I, 80% had drugs or alcohol involved. But I, I made really. a comment. I made a oh, comment. Oh, I think I see, I see your comment here. What, what did I say? The making out leading up to it was awesome. Should have left it right there. Right. So in other, we had um, one other person say it was exactly what I needed at the moment. That was me. <laughs> oh. This was supposed to be an anonymous <laughs> survey, but thanks, y'all. Um, so then somebody, oh God, this one's funny. He fell asleep down there. So pretty <gasps> terrible. Oh, oh no. Oh, and someone else said, he tried toe-sucking, pulled my <gasps> mood, out the door I sent him with no nookie. Oh, I mean, I don't These mind a good toe. really great, though. I don't mind a good toe-sucking. I'm going to say that right now. Oh, see, it's too weird. Really? A little too weird no. for me. Like the whole toe in your mouth? Yeah. Or just a little nibble? Do you want to no, have... the whole toe. Are you the toe-sucker or are you the sucky? I like the sucky. Would you suck a toe? Uh-huh. I love feet. <laughs> I learned something about Dion today. <laughs> I love yeah. that. I don't have foot fetish. I just think feet are adorable. Yeah. So no only the, on my foot. the right foot, not all the feet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would, I would. Oh, oh my God. All men, the jokes. Like, let's feet? get off on the right foot. <laughs> feet. Like, girl. I, I mean, clean ones. Clean. They have to be clean. Like, out of the ocean clean? Clean. Like, a guy who's been wearing flip-flops around all day. And you guys, I was a massage therapist. I That's love true. feet. They're just beautiful and sweet. And You've like, had a lot more experience I, with that body part. <laughs> well, I didn't suck them, just to be fair. I mean, <laughs> I would. That's not part of the massage? <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Okay. <laughs> So anyway, so here's what's interesting. So we talked about this a little before we started on the podcast. So one of the things that we asked in the survey was, have you ever had the first question? Have you? And 90%, like 91% said, yes, they have had a one night stand, have had a one night stand. Then later on, I asked some questions, you know, about one night stands. And then I asked, um, whether you have or you haven't, you know, would you? Mm. And what's interesting is 64% of the people said no, which I think is weird. So if you're, so if, and, and we also asked, did you regret it? So the majority of the people in the survey said, yes, they've done it. The majority of those people that said, yes, they've done it, said they did not regret it. And yet the majority of the participants said they would not do it. Now? Again? So the question is whether you have or you haven't, would you consider it? And I I mean, I just, I feel like that's, that's kind of weird. And is that going back to most of our participants were women and there's this, this feeling that we shouldn't admit to being willing to do it? If I was not in a relationship, I would have a one night stand probably again. again. Like I'm sure it would happen. Like So do you think that it's mostly people that are now in relationships that are like, Oh, I wouldn't now? Yeah. And I suppose when I when I wrote that question, I was consider would you be open to it if the circumstances in your life were 
you know, like I'm not, I'm not saying would you go cheat on your spouse for it, but I'm saying if you were. But I also feel too, as, as I guess being an older woman now, like there's so many experiences that you can have that are just one time only. Mm. I don't know. I think about. She didn't really have a, she had a relationship, but what's under the Tuscan scent where she meets that gorgeous Italian guy and they have a little fling Yes, and she wanted more and he wanted more, but it didn't match up. But like, there's just so many experiences you can have. And also, um, yeah, you're older. So I feel like women appreciate their own bodies more. Yes, agree. When you're younger, you're worried about this. You're worried about that. Am I, you know, am I fat? You know, all those things. And as as you get older, yeah. you're, I, I think more women just, they realize, like, this is who I am. Exactly right. what Dion said well, earlier. Well, and also, like, when you're younger, I think you're looking for, you're in, in the ideal. You're like, oh, I need to find a husband. Get I need married, to find kids. kids. And now we're just like, what? Like either we've been there, done that, <laughs> or we've already been married. Or we've already, and we're Don't just like, the kids. now I just want to enjoy myself. I just want someone else to enjoy me. Pleasure. Pleasure. Well, I think there's something yes. to be said for, I mean, we all have been in the places where <laughs> intimacy right. comes in time in a relationship. It doesn't come on a one night stand. Like if you have a one night stand, most likely the sex isn't going to be crazy good. <laughs> but in intimacy and relationships and how relationships develop, that's when the sex and the intimacy gets better. Yeah. So I, I think mean, you, you're you void of presumably. that in a one-night stand usually. Like if if, if you have a one-night stand and the, and the sex is off the charts and it's great, that's wonderful. That's but the most, unicorn. Right. That's like but the I unicorn one-night stand. You have alcohol involved and things don't work and things happen and whatever, whatever. That isn't going to be the great magical intimacy sex that we all need and crave. I don't. I don't think that comes out of that. Right. That comes in time and a relationship. But I, if you have a one night stand and the sex is off the charts, you're going to go back for more. So then, is it a one night stand? No. Correct. Then it becomes something more. Right. What's funny about the encounter I had is I am so like when I think about that intimate moment the only thing I remember is the sweat running off his face so the sex couldn't have been that good because I honestly don't remember the sex I just remember sweat the sweat (laughs) like I think it was okay up until I got sweat dripped in my face and then I kind of mentally checked out after I remember for mine it was just so bloody hot and he was like it is so hot he just kept saying that it's so hot but it wasn't like a good thing. Like, like it's yeah. hot. Like it's ninety it's, degrees out, or it's no, hot. Like the sex we're having. Is like hot. it was like one hundred and fifty degrees in my room because I had Where's like an upstairs. Fan? He literally said, "Where is your fan?" And finally, I was like, "Oh, I've got one." And he's like, Ugh! and he like grabbed it and he took it off the floor and he put it up on my shelf and he's like, "There." And that's what I remember. And it wasn't great. And then I was like, "Okay." <laughs> And then we just, like, I don't know, it was just awkward. But I think if you go into a one-night stand, you're not necessarily looking for that intimacy. Right. Like, long-term thing, but you're probably looking for, like, we were joking earlier, like a hit it and quit it. A Band-Aid on something else that you're, you know, I want you to feel my, fill my emotional needs or whatever needs For right now. For right now, but I don't want, I know you're not going to be the one to solve my, you know, that's that's therapy, that's not you. (laughs) (laughs) And the fact that I found out, later that this guy was like 24 because I did not know that and I was like oh I mean thanks um it was a little awkward but 
I thought, okay, well, there you go. So now I can say I've had sex with a 24-year-old. Yay, me. <laughs> While you were not 24. Well, this was like three years ago. Okay. You were not 24. So, no, I was like 44. 27. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I like to say I'm 27 now. Right. And I was like 44. But um, anyway, so I literally could have birthed him. But that's eh, okay. So, yes, it was, like you said, it was a, it filled a need because I was feeling rejected by the guy I'd been dating, and I was like, I just need someone to make me feel good. So, it worked. <laughs> I think it's just interesting to kind of keep going back to that, you know, I don't, I've never been told in my 10 years of post-divorce, no one's ever said, hey, girl, Go sow those oats, and you go crazy, and you date all kinds right. of dudes, and right. you just right. You I'm just pretty you. sure I said that to you yesterday. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's not that's once in ten years. Okay, but what I'm saying is that like it's not the the norm. No, and I think we as a society, if a guy gets divorced, mm-hmm. a guy mm-hmm. says to another guy, I've said it to yeah, to, totally. to friends of mine who've gotten divorced. Hey, you know what you need to do? Just sow your oats, and when you want to settle back down again. Go find that girl again. But you just go crazy for a little bit. But that's not that's never been said to me. Okay, other than yesterday. It's never <laughs> been said to right. me in my 10 years of like, you know what, Sarah? Yep. You should just go sow those oats. You date all kinds of guys. You sleep around. You can rack up how many one-night stands you should have. That's never been said to me, nor has it been like applauded if I, I were really, to do so. I don't think that... The number of one night stands is important too. You should just do it in the moment, and if it feels good, and if it meets your needs, and at the point that you, Sarah, had the option um, to do that, it, it wasn't, it didn't work for you, you know. <laughs> so check it out. To your point, Kara, um, the article I read on Bustle: seven good reasons to have a one night stand. This one says because you feel like it, and this is primarily geared towards women, because it's like, hey. Own it. Own your sexuality. And then the article says, it's your life and it's your body. Merry Christmas. <laughs> it says, if you want to have up. sex for sex sake, go for it. And I think that that's a message that we as women don't get enough. I agree. I think, we, I think we're coming better. We're coming farther. Yeah. You know, than we have been in the past. But I think that is, and I think you surround yourself with women who empower you to say like, Hey, you know what? <laughs> if you're 44 and you're you hooked up with a 24 year old, kudos, Christ, <laughs> you go. But I don't think that is a common no. thing. I don't think that's a common. Well, especially in thing. our generation, right. I think the younger generations are definitely embracing that a lot more. But I think you're right, I, but I do think we were raised at a time where. I mean, you look at even the the pop culture of the time where we were raised. Oh, goodness. It was all about, I mean, like, it was all about <laughs> football stud, nails all the girls. Yeah. And, right. um, the virginal girls. <laughs> and the girls are, it, it's just, there There has always been, at least in my lifetime, mm-hmm. this sort of stigma of... Yes. And it goes back to the previous episodes we've talked about mm-hmm. where the guys are the conquerors and, and they're going to lady killers and they're going to nail all the women and the women who give it up are sluts. Yeah. And are should be ashamed of themselves. And 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 yet, exactly like Kara says, for all the men out there admitting they've had one night stands, there are women that are the counterparts. And so why not just own it and be like, we get that too. Well, I think at this point when you're 
you know, post-divorce and you're out there and singling and mingling. I think at this point, I think if, if you're going about it to be precautionary and safe for yourself, yes. whether you protect yourself via different ways, I think it's kind of an empowering thing like you did, Jackie. Like, you know, I think for me it was a lot of like fear of the unknown and like, oh my gosh, I don't, oh. Uh, yeah. And, and just fear was, probably was the driving force behind my experience but I think now I think if you empower yourself and if you are safe about it and you're smart about it I think really there's no difference between men and women post-divorce or singlehood or non-singlehood if you're going about it in a safe manner and 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 smart and if you wear a face shield Right. <laughs> so that sweat and COVID, right. COVID. don't COVID. fall in your mask. There's so much use for those plastic shields now. So wear a mask and a condom. Oh I mean, God. there's that. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yes. Good well, advice. Suit up. This is awesome. If you get funky, cover your monkey and your face. I'm sorry. Can you say that again? <laughs> say that in the mic. Could you say that in the mic? Because that was awesome. Suit up? No. no. You. Oh. If you get funky, cover your monkey. <laughs> What's the other thing you tell your I've boys? I've never heard that. You haven't? No. I've heard it. her say all these things to her kids. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. Sarah What's the other boys, one? So. Um, no, if, that's my main. If you feel, if you get funky, cover your monkey. Okay. <laughs> that's usually my main thing. But now it's like, cover your monkey and wear a mask. <laughs> and don't, and wear socks. Don't let someone eat up your toes. Uh, why not? Yeah. Hey. Are you judging Ew. me? No, are you are you ju- you're judging? I'm actually, like, Don't judge. Super impressed because like I'm kind of like wow. There is no I world in just... which a toe would go in my mouth. You guys, now stop I have it. been on oh gosh, the other judging. side of that where someone I was with sucked your toe, and I was like, it felt good, didn't it? It was too weird. No, <laughs> like I couldn't get over the mental. Maybe weirdness I should have a toe one night stand. Okay, but, uh, no one's touching my feet. So you a know, one toe stand, guys. <laughs> guys, you know how like sometimes like most people are ticklish on their feet, like. For me, it's a turn on. <gasps> I just said that out loud. It is. It's a turn on. If someone starts tickling my feet or like touching my toes, I'm like, oh, yeah. See, my dad used to tickle my toes, and all I think Ew! is, Dad, <laughs> no, not a turn on. And we all know your dad, so now that just you ruined yeah! it for us. No, no, I hate being anytime. tickled. I hate being tickled under my arms or anywhere else. But like my my toes, my feet, it doesn't tickle. It just feels freaking good. I'm just saying. I don't know. It's an. We well, you know what? Zone. We all have a thing that we it's like. The and thing. God bless thing. you because that that's yours. <laughs> and and you're not alone. There's a lot of people I know who who are into that. So if you get funky, cover your monkey, wear a mask, and take the socks off when you want to deal with D. <laughs> you know what? Or socks on or off is optional. It is completely your call, and there's no judgment at this table. Thank you. Because I felt judged. It's not a toe-covering aspect. I felt judged. I'm just not saying. Not at all. <laughs> I usually men have foot fetishes for women because of the heels and all that stuff. Mm. But I, you are my you. I have yet, and you're my first person <laughs> to have known that. I, I guess that I just, turns you on, but you also like giving. Well, okay. 
it's not that it turns me on to touch other people's feet. I love people's feet. I think they're sweet and endearing and wonderful, and I love to look at them and massage them. Have you seen an ugly foot? <laughs> Many ugly feet. But they're just still so functional. Like, you guys, I used to massage people's feet. Like, they, like, do good work. They do good work. Okay, so feet here's the thing. are underappreciated. If you are going forward, and, <laughs> like, I have a daughter who's 20, and Jackie, your daughter's 21 today. Today. Actually. Happy birthday to Like, you. what would you say? <laughs> I would like to think that raising both a daughter and sons, that I don't discriminate between their sexes. Like, what's good for the goose is good oh, for the gander. Oh, nice. I like that. And I would hope to think that the generations coming up, that the girls are more empowered than what we are or the shame mm-hmm. that we take mm-hmm. on of generations mm-hmm. or whatever. So I think going forward, I think in a safe environment and you're protected or whatever, I would say to my kids, get funky, cover your monkey or whatever. Um, I, you know, and, and me being single, there's still time, but I think there's something to be said by owning it and, and women's sexuality and, and owning who you are as a woman. And if that fits your need in that particular space and time. And it's it doesn't result in a relationship or however. You know, that was 10 years ago. I'm a different person now. But hmm. I just think, you know, going forward, I would, I would like to think that men and women have a little more equality in the sexuality realm than we did. I think we're getting closer. I don't think we're 100% there yet. But I will say what I understand of my daughter and her her sort of group of friends is that they've gotten even closer to that equality than we have. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think there's less, there's less, but I do think there's still a gap. Oh, for sure. Like we've come far, but it's not, it's not equal. Right. I mean, if you hear about a girl who slept with 15 guys, you're going to be like, Oh, she's a hoot. Right. But really like still at this, if you met a girl in high school who's had slept with 15 guys, you'd be like, oh, wow, she's kind of a hoot. But if a kid, football player, star of the show, sleeps with 15 girls, you'd be like, well. Well, so here's an interesting thing. Boys Here's an interesting thing on that topic. So a few years ago, I went out with a guy that I met online, and um, he lived a little further away than I would have been comfortable with anyway, Um, and there were a few different things about him. But we, we did meet up once to go out and um he has he has a son who at that time so this was like two or three years ago and his son was the age that my son is now which is 14 Mm -hmm. right and his son is this stud football player at high school and it's a small town high school he lived in a smaller town and I swear it was like he was living vicariously through Mm. his son. He was bragging, boasting about how he went to one of the son's football games and all these girls were all over him and how he had to go buy his son condoms. Oh. Now, you guys know my son. And the idea (laughs) of that, like, hurts my heart. Oh, Xander. But, but, but... It was so interesting because it, it's very telling of this, this where society tells us values. Yeah, right. He wasn't applauding those girls for, for um, pursuing his son. Right. He was applauding his son 
for having the opportunity to plow through a bunch of women. And so I think we've come a long way, but I think we're still a ways out. Well, I'm raising two boys that are the same age, and I tell them. I'm very honest with them and probably open to a factor where people are a little like, wow, TMI. But I've said (laughs) to them, if a girl offers to do something to you, you're not the first and you won't be the last. So keep that in check when you, if you go there. And of course they say I'm, I'm a perv and mom. Oh my God, you're so weird. But I, I don't say that to my daughter. I don't say, hey, don't, I, I mean, I'm just kind of assuming that she doesn't offer to do certain things for a boy, but I know, I, I know that she doesn't. But I've said that to my sons, like, hey, I'll be really honest with you. If a girl's offering to do this or do that, She's probably done it before. Do you want that for yourself? Mm. But I, I mean, but I'm raising boys and a girl. So that's not a conversation I would have with my daughter either. It's interesting. It's interesting. So I think we're getting closer. I don't think we're there. Um, I do think there's value in one night stands. Um, <laughs> I, no. I do think there's, no, like, I agree. To, to what, to Kara's point earlier, like, there is value in, I have a need in this moment. Yeah. I want to fulfill it for, for me in my scenario. 100%. It, it was like, it was like the cherry on the cake of a really fun, I got like, like this, yeah. it was, it was this moment where I stopped being afraid of being single, where I stopped being afraid of, yeah. of doing things on my own and I went and did things on my own and I felt stronger and I had experiences I've never had before. Totally empowering. So for me, it was like that sort of crossing that T or dotting that. Mm. It was like part of that experience. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's value in them. Yeah. Um, And I think we need to try and, and avoid the double standard as hard as it is. And I think there is value in being able to know when to say when like Sarah did like I kind of wish I had yes um I think that basically the bottom line is we get to choose we get to say this feels right Right. to me or this doesn't you for you it felt right for Kara it felt right for me it didn't feel right and I went ahead with it for Sarah it didn't feel right and she said no you see there's like all these gradients Yeah. yeah and it's so interesting because I feel like at the end of the day, it's up to us to decide. But that's the point. It's up to us to decide. Well, right. But I also think, too, I mean, we're not, we're sitting around this beautiful table eating and drinking amazing bubbles. But <laughs> I I think we're all at different places in our lives where I don't necessarily want an ONS. I don't necessarily need it in my checkbook, in my you know, bucket list to do in life because I'm kind of past that now and I'm kind of like, I don't necessarily want that and that's not necessarily what I'm looking for. I mean, it could change tomorrow night, but I'm just saying. (laughs) What are you doing tomorrow night? (laughs) Don't you want to know? No, I just think that, I, you know, we're in kind of maybe a different place in life. At least I am speaking from that aspect. And again, I think it just comes down to knowing where you are and knowing what you want and what works for you and deciding that for yourself. And I agree because I'm not looking for one night stands. Right. I'm looking at this point in my life where I am in my dating journey, Mm. which is kind of where I've been most of the time is looking for 
a partner, right? I think that's always where you are. That's where I like, am. Like, even if you have but a that, one I stand, have a little detour. I know. Like, I got detoured one day. And that was okay because I wasn't okay. in a relationship with anyone else. And it was fine. But at the end of the day, I'm not looking for it. Right. But my hope is if if that perfect storm of a, a, a circumstances arises again, right. that I will be able to not feel like I have to justify or, or explain it away. And in my situation, I think if I was presented that situation again, I feel like I'm far more confident and not as mm. fearful as I was just coming out of a 20-year relationship and right. newly With divorced. an asshole. That's true. Who really did a number. Right. But I just, I, I'm a different woman now. So yes. if that storm arised again, like you just said, I probably the grab sex, it. The sex, grab storm. the sex storm. The sex storm. I would probably <laughs> jump in. Let the sweat drip off his nose. <laughs> oh, that's so romantic. Aww. Yeah. Aww. So again, the bottom line, we all are where we are, but we get to make the decision. We get to own where we are and we get to make that choice. And it's up to us. And, and we, I think that's the bottom line, right? And we we don't have to worry about we, what anybody else no. thinks. No. Even though in our heads we kind of do, but we just keep... But really we shouldn't. We shouldn't. And the bottom line I is... That's I don't know about you. I've shit. never worried oh. like, I'm me. Well, I'm really glad <laughs> for you. That's awesome. So, for so cheers. So thank you... Kara and Sarah. Yes, you guys have been awesome. This cheers. has been so the, much the fun. Eras. Cheers. I, cheers. Here, cheers, guys. Cheers, cheers to glasses. And thank you guys for listening again. It's been so fun to just know you're out there. And yeah. I hope that, you know, this spoke to somebody. And, you know, if if it takes us to give you permission to go have an ONS, just go for it. And if any of this resonated <laughs> with you and you're like, oh, I have a great story and you want to share it with us, you know how to find us on our um, And The Beat Goes On Facebook page and Instagram and website and Twitter and like smoke signals and all those things. <laughs> Especially smoke signals. And feel free to share. I always say feel free. No, free, just free. do it. Just do it. Please share. <laughs> share our podcast with your, your network, with your group of friends. We would um, really appreciate that. We are yeah. looking to grow. We want more and more people to hear us and hopefully benefit from us. And the PSA is if you get funky, cover your monkey. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so D next time. yes so Sorry. this this here folks is oh episode 9 woo, woo, woo. Um, episode 10 coming up episode 10 coming up and we're going to talk about emotional connection and we've got oh. a great guest I'm super excited my friend Nathan's going to be with us and he's awesome and he is going to talk about his experience with emotional connection and yeah, Jackie and I are all about it. <laughs> we are excited for that. So be listening for episode 10. After this one, we're in double digits, baby. What? Woohoo! So um, again, yeah. thank you. And Thanks. and Kara, thank you for hosting us and for the champagne. You are more than the, welcome. Me, and Sarah, thank you for the yummy, yummy goodies. Uh, the well, goodies. Kara, thank you for looking like a Kardashian. <laughs> You're welcome. That's why she's she did engaged. She and did we're it not for you. <laughs> right. All right, All right, everybody, thank you. thank you. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.